Grace. Yeah, David? Do you want to go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back to the best. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Back to the Best. I'm David. And I'm Gracie, and this is our <laughs> podcast where we talk about all the best things from the 90s to the 2000s, which is also known as the best times. Take it away, Davey. Oh, thanks, Gracie. To all our first-time listeners, welcome. To all our former besties returning, welcome back to the Davey and Gracie show. <laughs> A little quick backstory there. Yes. Earlier, we were texting, and I called Grace Gracie because... At her wedding, I met her entire family. I became part of her family. And all of her cousins call her Gracie. So now I started calling her Gracie, but she doesn't like it when I call her Gracie. So then right before we recorded, I went close to the mic and I was like, okay, this is Gracie and Davey, take one. So I'm hearing it more. Is it weird that, okay, when my cousins say it, I'm not even phased. Like my grandparents call me that. No, because I get that because like you call me Dave but not everybody can call me Dave. Oh, that's true. And I don't even ask. I just call yet. Davey. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? Maybe they'll stick. What does everyone think? Should we go by David and Grace or should we go by Davey and Gracie? <laughs> Let us know. I leave, can't a even say <laughs> leave a review. Leave a review. I think that I think that we would get more annoying than we already are if we go by Davey and Gracie, because we would be in public, like screaming it to each other. Oh my God, Davy! Oh, it sounds like I'm talking to a baby. <laughs> a Davy, a baby, Davy, baby, Davy, and baby Gracie. Oh, they're cute. They're, they're cute really babies. cute. That's what we should name our children. We will, Davy and, Gra- <laughs> and Gracie. We will. I won't get confused. <laughs> I'll know that that's my child, our mm. child, our child. <laughs> anyway, anyway, how are you? <laughs> It is almost the end of spooky season, and I don't know that I've been spooky enough. Yeah, this is our last October episode. I know. I was thinking that the other night. I have not been spooky enough, so I did watch Halloween Kills on Peacock to, like, kind of make up for it a little bit. Okay. I, I just said to myself, after we're done this, I have some. I have to do some work, and I'm going to put on Halloween Town in the background. That's the best background. That and Hocus Pocus, because it's one oh. that we've seen a million times. We know what's mm-hmm. happening without looking at the screen, but it's always there for you. It's always my normal, and this isn't even at Christmas time, my really any time of the year background movie. I, I will either put Mrs. Doubtfire on, but I'll also put on Home Alone 2 a lot. Such a good one. I just love it. Well, it's yeah, Christmas so nice. is coming next week. Guys, our trees are going to be up next week. We are the November 1st tree putter upper kind of people. Without a doubt. And I don't know if I said this on here, but I also, I mean, first of all, we can do whatever we want. But second of all, I think it's also because we travel back to our hometowns. Mm-hmm. So we don't get the full December. We only really get like the first two weeks of December with our <laughs> decorations to enjoy here. So we got to move it up. Yeah. And so now we get the whole month of November plus the first two weeks of December. It is an appropriate amount of time. Last year, we did the 25 days of Christmas. This year, should we do the 55 days of Christmas? <laughs> oh my God. We'd be Can running out of movies by the end of that. Yeah, we got, what did we say? We're going to do like songs this year. I think we'll do Christmas songs this year. Oh my God. I actually can't wait for that. Mariah Carey's career is about ready to take off again. Skyrocket. It's going to blast off. <laughs> Where she shines. Career. <laughs> Enough about Christmas, you guys. This is Halloween week. This is Halloween week. It is 
very, very close to Halloween. We're going to Halloween Horror Nights tomorrow night, and I can't wait. Oh, that'll be fun. Actually, it yeah. won't be fun. That sounds like my worst nightmare, but I'm sure you'll have I know. fun. I know, I know. It's your worst nightmare. My dad was even asking why you weren't going, and I said it is David's worst nightmare. No, he anytime hates haunted things. Anytime somebody asks me, it's not haunted things. Like if it was like an actual haunted house, I think it would be fun to walk through. But I'm not going to pay to go walk through something where it's going to be a bunch of flashing lights and people jumping out intentionally ready to scare me at any time in any moment. What is, is this on your camera that I'm seeing in like the top corner? What? What is that? There's what? something in like the corner of your oh, room. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Smoky season. And I'm also getting a spam risk call at the same time. Do you think it's a ghost? A ghost. A ghost. Um, but yeah, I have gotten several invites. For some reason, people don't remember that I don't do horror nights. And so anytime I get invited to Halloween Horror Nights, I just type back, no. <laughs> <laughs> does I remember, does that move me up higher on your friend list that I remember? Yeah. Well, you're already at the top, so. That is so nice. Like if Thank this you. was MySpace, you'd be the top one. Oh, sometimes I wish I remembered my MySpace login because I want to go back and see it. I logged in recently. You can click. I forgot my password and reset <gasps> it to get in there. Oh, so I think we talked about this on here too. I had, I didn't use my email. I That's used my brother's email and it was like an AOL email that we don't even have anymore. Where's Tom? Tom from Thomas. MySpace. Can you help us out, Tom? We got to get Tom on the pod. Oh, did you hear that they're changing? Facebook's changing its name. Facebook, Facebook. just can't decide what it wants and what it is. <laughs> they just keep having issues with security. I did see someone tweeted and they were just like, the thing about Facebook is we all know that Facebook is evil, but none of us stop using Facebook. Oh my God. I know. I don't use it that often to the point where when I change, I changed my profile photo as of re as of late recently to a wedding picture. And I had no idea what I was doing. It was so confusing just to change a profile picture. I haven't changed any of my profile pictures since 2018. I should do that. It's kind of fun every once in a while just to change things up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, do we have any news or anything? Did you see that they upped the Disneyland prices? Yes, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. And in fact, there was someone posted on Twitter. I'm not, let me see. Okay, Dan Price posted on Twitter some statistics about Disney that are not positive ones. And Abigail Disney herself responded saying it's such a mess. Like everything in Disney is a mess right now. I just have one question. Yes, tell me. <laughs> Who is Abigail Disney? <laughs> she's, oh, she's one of the, she's, she's not, is she one of Roy's kids? She's one, she's related to the Disney family. Oh, okay. Abigail. She's, um, I know oh, her like her last very, name is actually Disney. I thought you meant that was just like a username. Oh, no, no, no. She is, her last name is, she is Roy's daughter. Her parents are Roy and Patricia Disney. So she's the daughter of Roy Disney, who was Walt Disney's brother. How wild that people just like walk around with the last name Disney. I know. I love her though, because the reason I know about her is I feel like she's been outspoken with mm. a lot of Disney things that happen. Like she uh. will speak out about them and she yeah, literally people... responded saying how much of a mess Disney is. Yeah. People are not happy with Bob. No, no, no. Um, Cause it, this says that last year, Disney laid off 28,000 workers and the CEO made 1,242 times the median worker. The company issued a $1.5 billion 
dollar dividend with while 68% of workers said they were um they were food insecure and Disney just raised the Disneyland ticket prices to $164 and that is up 165% since 2000. That's crazy. And that is what Ga- Abigail said, "Oh Dan, it's such a mess." Oh, she's she's right. She's she's right. It's really sad. It's so sad. Cuz we're big we love Disney and we I don't know. want this. Cuz we got our passes in 2015. We've been pass we've been loyal pass holders for a really long time and it just doesn't seem to be getting much better. Where's the magic? And speaking of magic, today's guest was in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. (laughs) Which was magic. There is magic. Sabrina is a witch, if you didn't know. Joining us today is Trevor Lasor. You know him. He played Miles in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She lives with him in college. Mm -hmm. He also has a really great story that he shares with us about how he got the part Mm -hmm. on Sabrina. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. I love, he actually said like, am I go, am I ri- like going on too long? We were like, no, please tell us more. Yeah, we want to hear every detail. Every single second we were eating it yes. up. Yes. We talked so stay all tuned. about, all about his career from his start, his first acting role to Sabrina, to what he's up to now. I think we should just get into it. Let's get into it. Here he is, Trevor Lasore. So Grace and David? Yes. yes. I knew it was in reverse, but you know, never know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> where, where are you guys located? So we're both in the North Hollywood Studio City area in California. Oh, so we live in the same city. Okay. Oh, oh not, yeah. We're neighbors. How did we know? <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, nice. Are, are you, you f- from here originally? No, I'm from uh, Dallas, Texas originally. Oh, oh, nice. How long have you been in LA? I've been here. I came here in the summer of 1992, like like right after I finished high school, I uh, came out and uh, <clears throat> been here ever since. So oh, oh nice. Oh wow. Yeah. So you well, came out here and started acting right away because you did the um, skateboard kid movie in '93, right? Yeah, yeah. That was my first audition too. So like oh I, my gosh. I came here came here on a Thursday. Uh, my old um, I had a, we had a radio TV film class and. Texas. I went to JJ mm-hmm. Pierce and, um, and my teacher, Craig Wargo was, um, the middle of my senior year of high school, he moved to California and he started working with an acting manager and, uh, he wanted to get into the business. So he said, Hey, you know, there's some kids that I, that I taught in school that are actors, you know, and they, they could have coming out here after graduation. She was okay, put them, put themselves on tape. So I did a monologue on a, uh, of, uh, Christian Slater did in, um, pump up the volume in the nineties. Have you ever seen that? It's, you know, it's a good movie. Um, uh-huh. and so I did that and we sent a VHS tape. Do you guys know what those are? Right. We do. We oh, do. We yeah. do. Yes. <laughs> They're VHS. all in my basement. We got a bunch of those. I know we, we never got rid of our VHS. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they watched it and the woman was like, yeah, have him come out. He's good. And then I came out, um, like for a week or two just to check it out. And I stayed with him and then I came on a Thursday, Friday. So that when I came on Thursday, he picked me up from the airport. And he goes, I'm going to manage you with this other people, other people. And, um, and I'm going to take you to an agent. I went and did some monologues for this guy. And, uh, he's like, I want to work with you. And I go, okay, <laughs> I've been here like for a couple hours. And then I got an audition for the skateboard kid came to me on Friday. I worked on it Saturday and Sunday, 
Monday had the audition. It was straight to director because they were scrambling to find the skateboard kid. <laughs> and then I, I found out a few years later, hey, he's got a call back in a week. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm not going to go to college in Santa Fe, New Mexico, where I was going to go. Uh-huh. And I went back home, got my stuff, moved out, had a call back, and then booked it. Oh, and never. My, God. my acting career, my, my entertainment career, whatever. So, well, that was one of those like clearly meant to be situations. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it felt like that, you know, at the time. Well, because especially with in the moment when you're like college or this thing that just fell into my lap, that's yeah. like a big decision. It wasn't that big because the college I was going to go to was predominantly an acting college. It's called mm. the College of Santa Fe. And um, I had like a, like, a, like a half acting scholarship. I went there and I auditioned and they gave me a half scholarship. So I'd have to like work at the school like part time as part of my tuition. Um, and so I thought, well, I could take the class. I could take school for four years and mm-hmm. then move to New York and try to be a theater actor and then try to go and do a film and TV, which was my original plan. And then the, the guy at the college is like, don't do it. Like, <laughs> he told my mom, no, he's, he's not going to, he'll learn more. And it, it's, it, it could, he, maybe he was right. Maybe I would have learned more because if you watch the skateboard kid, I'm not that great. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, I mean, I had moments, but I had moments where I was like, oh my God, I sucked. I just learned by doing it. So that was me. And I, didn't ha- I don't have to pay off any college uh, loan. So that's yep. There you go. That's there you go. huge. <laughs> it's worth it. You made the also, right choice. I feel like anybody who watches themselves in anything is always their biggest critic. So you definitely weren't bad yeah. at that. There's a line where I'm with Tim Busfield, who played my father. I don't know if you know who he is. Do you know who Tim Busfield is? The name he, is, sounds yeah, really familiar, but I can't picture him. the name rings a bell. He's a red hair, and he was on, I watched him growing up on um, Trapper John M.D. Son, okay? Okay. Then, uh, and then I watched him on 30 something. And then the best thing he ever did, he was, well, two good things. He was in Field of Dreams. You see Field of Dreams? Oh, so good, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wait. He played Kevin Costner's brother-in-law. who was like, you got to sell this farm. Right? Okay. No yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, now, now we're with you. We're with you. Revenge of the Nerds? Yeah. Yes. He played Poindexter, like the guy with the violin. Whatever. So I was like, I'm working with that guy. My very yeah. first playing my dad. Um, but there's a scene where I have to, my line is literally, dad, like, like, hey, it's, hey, hey, dad, yo, dad. That's my line. <laughs> and now I'd be like, hey, dad, like, yo, dad, you know, but I went, hey, dad, yo, dad. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> it's crazy how sometimes like you, it's hey, dad and yo, dad, but maybe you're like, how should I say this? But you're like, just say it like you would maybe normally say it. Yeah, I was so young. I was eight, I was 18 playing 14. And okay. Uh, and then, yeah, so whatever. That's that movie. And you can see the whole thing for free on YouTube. Someone posted a long time ago. And there's a guy named that. John Tron who did a 26-minute hysterical review of it. I mean, he, oh he bashes it left and right. But it's very bashable, so. No. That's so a little, mo- a little model of me flying past the screen. You know it's not me. It looks like Saturday Night Live. Like... No. Okay, yeah, so maybe we're not gonna the plug special effects. Yeah. We're going to plug the YouTube clip so everyone can go watch it. Yeah. And there's just the trailer, too. You can still see the little model. But I'm very grateful that I did it. It was it was, it was awesome to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't think about anything. And, and, and um, yeah, so I was very grateful to do it. I'm still grateful that I did it now. Uh, you yeah. Can do it. So, yeah. Oh yeah, your first audition, first acting role—that's still yeah. huge. Yeah. Had you always wanted to act since you were little, or was it something that kind of, as you grew up, you got more interested in it? Uh, well, when I was a little kid, 
my parents split when I was like two, and I'd see my dad on the weekends, and he'd always take me to a movie on Saturday, me and my sister. So I think the first time I saw a movie was with him probably, and we just, we saw like, you know, I guess it was like late 70s, like we saw Star Wars, we hmm. saw uh, Annie on Golden Pond, Kramer versus Kramer, uh, movies that I guess are kind of adult movies, but he took me to see him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like incredible. And at the end of the movie, I would have him put me on his shoulders so I could go up and touch the screen because I didn't really understand what was happening yeah. as the credits roll. So I was fascinated by that. And then I'd go to his house and I'd play dress up. I was always interested in dress up and doing lip sync contests and always entertaining, not understanding, oh, this is like acting or entertaining. So I was mm-hmm. naturally drawn to that. And then I did uh, theater in high school. And I was actually thinking of being like, you know what? I'm going to be an attorney for actors. That's oh. what I said to myself my senior year. And uh, like drop contracts for them or whatever, you know? Not knowing uh-huh. what I'm talking about. And then <laughs> I had a picture of myself like, like oh, like, like I was imagining me uh, drawing up a contract for Kevin Costner. I don't know why. Just he was big at the time with dancing. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then I thought, oh, but I feel like I'm going to be envious of him because I'm going to be want to do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And then, right then I went... I got to act. I, 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 yeah. I, yeah. And I never looked back. And it was, I was just walking in the hall. I remember that moment. I just, no, nope, I got to do that. Wow. Just a light bulb moment clicked for you. Yeah. Wow. Because you also do music. So did, so did your passion for acting come before your passion for music? I think it all kind of, I've always liked music and I always liked performing. So mm-hmm. to me, it was all kind of mush. Like I, I think I started a band when I was in high school. We didn't play a show ever. We had one rehearsal. <laughs> And, and one was, rehearsal yeah do you I, remember the name did you guys have a band name we didn't have a name but we have the song and i still have the piece of paper it's called traveling traveler the traveler is the song oh it sounds deep um, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> all around in different places seeing new new something and new faces i don't know but, <laughs> and i've always been playing guitar and, and i had an old drum kit my dad played the drums uh when he was in high school my mom played the piano and her, her mother played the piano so there was musical stuff in me and um and then I've always been like a singer-songwriter guy. And then I started putting out music, uh, indie, indie stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I like two, well, one indie thing that never got released. It was before the digital age. Some random CD of Trevor Lasseur floating out there. And then, uh, and then I had a band, The Glass Plastics. Then it was Trevor, it was Trevor Lasseur and The Glass Plastics. Then The Glass Plastics. We had songs on uh, Nip Tuck, Felicity. Oh, uh, nice. Oh, a couple movies. very cool. Uh, yeah, and then... Um, and then I, me and the drummer from the Glass Plastics became Animal Cloud, and we just put out our seventh release. It's wow. like pop type stuff. And so that's just something that I do. We, we have had yeah. some place, as I said, and, uh, and then as well, Dean is music, obviously. I've always been curious. So you said you had like uh, songs on like TV shows and stuff like that. How does yeah. that come to be? Does the TV show like find your song and reach out to you? Do you like send out your songs to different shows? One of them, the bass player of the Glass Plastics, his name, um, the first bass player we had was uh, Barry Whitaker, still a good friend of mine. Um, he was friends with the music supervisor for Nip Tuck. Mm. And he had our album. First, it was called Trevor Sewer Transit Plaza. Then it became the Glass Plastics Transit Plaza. So that's the only one. It's the same album, but just we had a band name, didn't have a band name. Yeah. Um, the last song on there is called About the Sun. And he always was keeping our music in mind for Nip Tuck. And then after like two years of having the song or the album, he just said, I'm going to put it on for you guys. And then we got paid. So that was nice. Oh, that's awesome. Oh my God. Yeah. And then I had a guy that I was working with. 
that his job is to place music. And he got uh, a song of ours on, oh, it was on the Party of Five DVD and the Felicity DVD. But I also okay. the Felicity episode as well, so that was kind of interesting. Oh, that's cool. It that was, wasn't the same episode, was no, it? No, I was no. going to say that would be really freaky. Yeah. <laughs> you hear yourself and, and then you see yourself. No they don't know that I was the, they don't, I mean, they don't know that I had a song and was acting, but. Yeah. yeah. So, you could have performed it live. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> then, then we have a, we have a, a company we're working with now that submits our music for like our first three albums, but our first okay. four albums we don't have any with anybody at the moment. Um, but you were also in an American Vampire with Carmen Electra. What was that experience like working with her? Um, well, here's the interesting thing about that movie. Um, I auditioned for the lead and then I auditioned for the best friend. And I think I had like five callbacks total because the director revealed to me later on that they didn't want me. The director oh. <laughs> but, but the producers didn't it wasn't personal it was just they they imagined the character being like some be, uh, uh some bleached blonde surfer guy being mm-hmm. like like a, like a muscular jock guy mm-hmm. and Lu- Luis Esteban the director was like no no it's this guy it's this guy so finally they hired me and uh and the thing about that is there were scenes cut out from that movie that we didn't get to film so I personally think it could have been a way better film than it was uh, because they didn't have the budget, they kept their budget got less and less, and they had to. We uh, can't film that. We can't. Well, that's a good scene. That makes that scene makes sense. But whatever. I'm just an actor. Um, yeah. So yeah, working with Carmen Electra. I mean, I, I did not know who she was at the time, but my friends did, and certain people knew who she was. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to her music. I knew she worked with Prince. I heard that. If I had met her today, I would have asked her way more questions about Prince. <laughs> sure. More to Prince later on. Um, mm. But she was nice, uh, and then uh, the cooler thing for me was working with Adam West. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Were you, a ba- were you a Batman fan? Oh, totally, yeah. Oh, that's got to be so cool. The thing is that uh, um, he was, we were, we were in this one, I think that movie is for free as well on um, on YouTube. And these aren't like amazing movies. These are like B movies, you know? <laughs> but I was more than happy to do them, okay? Yeah. So, so here's the thing is like, um, so he's sitting next to me, and in this RV we were working on, and he, uh, in the middle of it, after they, they called cut, and he leaned over and he goes, um, Trevor, perfect Robin. And I said, and I was, first I was thinking, whoa, you're still thinking about Batman? It was like such a long time. Yeah. I'm yeah. That. And then I'm thinking, that's like probably the biggest compliment you could give anybody. Seriously. Now, I, oh huge. my God. Yeah. That would have gotten me through the rest of the year. He's doing the scene and he's like, He's in the middle of acting, doing the scene, and then this other part of him is going, gosh, he'd be a good Robin. Yeah. And you're thinking that right now? Wow. High so, compliment. Yeah, I feel like I would start every conversation and let people know that when I meet them. Hi, I could have been, been Robin. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I auditioned uh, for Mary Renew, I believe it was. She was a, was a big cast director a long time ago, and they were casting for the role of Robin that went to Chris O'Donnell years ago. Mm. Years ago. And I had an audition for that part, right? Mm. And it was before I met, you know, uh, did the American Vampire. I went ahead and have a script. I went in there and she had to just talk to me. And she goes, come back in a couple of weeks, bring a monologue. So I did that and I did the monologue and she goes, I can tell you worked very hard on that. It was really good. Um, she goes, but I, I just got to level with you. Something like that. Like, they're probably going to go with somebody famous for this part. And I go, yeah, I figured that. But you know, <laughs> thank you for seeing me. So it's like, I... I had a one in a million chance of getting it, but 
the but in that sentence had yeah. to be the worst feeling. I mean, it was fine. I didn't, I didn't have you know, any hopes pinned on that, but 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 it's a good validation that you know one of the most famous Batman's told me. Yeah, you Batman have what it himself. takes. You have it. There you go. Do you prefer doing, um, like you said, you did the VHS audition? Do you like doing in-person auditions better than ones where you just uh, film it yourself? In-person auditions, there's something that, uh, I mean, nowadays everything is like you got to videotape it. I'm mean, not videotape it, but film it with your phone and send it into an email. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's good. The, the pros about it is that. I'm not nervous. There's literally no nerves going. There's yeah. no waiting. I'm like, it's just you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Waiting, 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 mm -hmm. waiting and then going in because it gets nerve wracking. Okay. Bad. And especially when it's a callback. Um, mm -hmm. But there's something about having that energy when you go in there. It helps my performance. Mm -hmm. So when I'm auditioning at home now in this room, I just push my couch up, take <laughs> painting off the wall and boom, I got a, you know, clear. Yeah. Space. And, uh, I could do it as many times as I want. Mm. I can do it till I get it just perfect. And then I go on my computer, right? Blah, 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 and then I send it off. I go, okay, I just auditioned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's easier, I guess, but there is that in-person energy that, that every actor is missing nowadays, which, which you, which the, you feed off the cast director and she feeds off you or he feeds off you, depending on how, if they're into you or not. And so I don't know, it's definitely different, but, you know, yeah, I, I feel like that's a blessing and a curse because I feel like I would sit there and do it over and over and over and drive myself right, crazy. Like, yeah, I don't do that. I do. I, I know when I when I feel good about it, mm -hmm. and I also know okay, I'm tired of this. Let's just, let's yeah, do just send it. Yeah. yeah, I've also heard sometimes a casting director will know right when someone enters the room before yeah. they even speak. That's true. So that's also something that can also work against you. Right. If you're not speaking, you're just starting the scene. They're seeing you mm -hmm. as the character, not as you going. I also, a lot of times, at least more in commercials, they'll say, slate your name, do your profile. Mm. I, if I was a uh, person casting, I'd prefer, I don't even want to see that. Just show me you doing the scene as the character, mm. and then afterwards you can do your profile. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, not, I'm not taken out of anything. I'm just like, okay, you're, 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 the, you're being the character right now. That's uh -huh. all yeah. I don't care how you talk when you're slating. I don't care how you. Yeah. Why? Why yeah, does it matter so, so much? Yeah. I guess I think, it's different. Each casting I, director. I think it is also because they want to see, are you, are you, is there something about when you say your name and your profile, that's going to show that you're hard to work with or that you're mm. like, oh. nice, you know, that's probably so true. Yeah. Like if they get really confident and really <laughs> cocky when they say their name, it's yeah, like, like, okay. Or whatever. <laughs> I don't know how much you're going to but yeah. I'm just guessing here. <laughs> what was whenever you then auditioned for Sabrina the Teenage Witch? How did that process go? Uh, that was uh, okay. That that story goes like this: My manager called me up and he said, "Okay, there's a part that you're right for, and it's on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and it's for Miles. Call your agent, tell him to get you out on it." <laughs> and I go, "Really? What's the part?" He goes, "You're a soccer player in college." I go, "I'm not right for that." And he goes. <laughs> He goes, call him up. And I so I call, I said, hey, Carrie wanted me to tell you that you should get me out for this part. He mm -hmm. goes, okay. And then Carrie did the same thing. He's my manager, still is my manager. And so he said, um, and so I didn't, I forgot about it. Three weeks later goes by and then I got an audition for it. You know what? Three weeks, it might've been three months. 
Wow. It, was, wow. it was a while. I think it was three months. I forgot about it. <clears throat> then um, I said, I didn't watch the show. I think mm. one time, late at night, channel surfing, I saw Clarissa Explains It All. Yeah. Nickelodeon, and I was watching and go, what is this show? And I'm like, okay. Uh, and I remember some kid was getting Pearl Jam tickets. It was her friend. Who climbed <laughs> the I didn't know anything about her. And, um, and then what happened was, uh, oh, and funny enough, a year before I got the part, a friend of mine was invited to a birthday party for Melissa Joan Hart at a roller rink. And I was mm. like, and he said, Sabrina Timms, I don't watch that show. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like uh, well, let's go. And so I went and I actually met her. Like, mm -hmm. hey, what's up? What's up? I was at a roller skate at her party. But I didn't That's know so funny. I'd be working with. And then a weird thing is this. I did MTV Undressed um, the year before. And I went to uh -huh. a rap party. And there were all these different actors there. And one of them was dating a friend of mine. And he said, I just booked a series regular on Sabrina Teenage Witch. And I'm like, oh, congrats. And I'm like, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little did you know. And, and then so um, let's fast forward. I get this audition and I go and I read the I read the part and it go and it said he is a soccer player and uh and and a science guy. <clears throat> and I go, well I don't think I I fit the typical typical jock at uh -huh. college, so I'm not going to be right for that. But then they said he's a science guy. Maybe I, maybe he is kind of different. And I read the scene and I'm like this is me holding pantomiming reading the scene. Uh, <laughs> I, I said uh, I said this isn't funny. This is a comedy and I'm not laughing. And there's nothing funny in this that makes me laugh. And my friend was there, I go read it with me. And we're reading it back and forth. And I go, this is not funny. Like, I, 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 this is not funny. Uh huh. And I was getting frustrated. And then in that frustration, I said, wait a second. I think this guy is totally neurotic and intense. <laughs> I go, read the scene again. And so we read it again, like as I was when I was like frustrated and like wound up. Mm. And I'm like, that's the character, that's it. And that's what's going to make this funny is me being like, you know, just, you know, how I was. Mm. Like, very like, yeah. And so I, I put that in there and I had my first audition. And uh, there were, I went to a waiting room at, at Paramount, or this place in Paramount. And uh, there's me and like five other guys. And I, I was going to meet the producer, which is Melissa's mother. Um, oh yeah, executive producer, I think, uh, and um, and uh, and Bruce Ferber, who was uh, he come from Home Improvement? He was one of the producers, mm -hmm. showrunner, and he came on Sabrina for this season, and then Rick Milliken, the casting director. And uh, usually, you just meet the casting director, and then you get a call back, and blah blah blah. I went to the bathroom. I was nervous. I was like, Whew, you know, yeah. And I heard something. I'm like, wait a second. I can hear all these guys' auditions for the wall. So I went to the wall <laughs> and you listened in. I was trying to get as many tips possible. Like if the yeah. like, try it like this, <laughs> then I'm like, okay, I got to learn. I got to learn. I got to learn. Yeah. And I was listening to their auditions and I was thinking, nobody, nobody's doing what I'm doing. Like nobody's mm -hmm. doing, getting the beats, doing the character. And then I thought to myself, well, maybe I can book this because my original thought was I'm never going to book this job. Uh -huh. mm. I, I just felt they're not going to hire me. I don't know why though. I said, I don't know why, but they're just not going to hire me. And I thought maybe I can get it. So I went into the audition. I met them. I did the scene, uh, which was the scene that I auditioned with. Actually, no, it wasn't. It was a scene. I think it was a scene I auditioned with. And then it was a scene with me and 
Hilda, the blonde. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Is that was Hilda? And who was the other name of the other? Hilda and Zelda. Hilda and Zelda. Yeah, okay. Well, I know Caroline and Beth. I just don't forget the, which one goes with here. <laughs> but um, my character had a crush on her, and which didn't come till way later. Uh, but in the audition, they were having me do a scene like that. And I auditioned, and they go, thanks a lot. And then I left. And as I left, the cast director said, hey, Trevor, I want to see you one more time. I'm like, that's a good sign. Like on the yeah. spot? On the spot. They, I came back in, and they had me play the character a couple different ways. And then I left. And I go, hey, I, think it, I think it went well. The next day, they go, hey, you're going to test um, for the studio uh, on Monday. So we had to fill out our contracts and negotiate everything on Friday. So we Whoa. get, I went back to Paramount. So, so I go up there and there's six of us. Um, and one at a time we went into a room and in there was, uh, it wasn't Bruce. It was, it was, it was Melissa's mom and it was Melissa herself, plus one of the writers, plus the cast director. And I went in, it's like, Hey, how are you? And uh -huh. then I read the scene and then I went back out in the hallway and I sat. Well, a couple other guys went in and then me, and then they, they were discussing and they came out and they said, um, he said, Trevor, I want you to come back in. They want you to smile more. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I go, I'm crazy. I'm thinking I'm crazy nervous. This is like really like, you know, just nerve wracking. And that's probably why I'm not smiling. But um, I was happy to be there. So I went in like this. <laughs> I went in like, 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 hey, hey, what's up? Hey. And I was just like keeping this smile going. But inside I'm like, you know, I'm like falling apart. Freaking yeah. out. Nerve wracking. And then I did the scene. And they're like, great. And I went outside and Rick comes out and goes, okay, three of you will be driving to, going to Warner Brothers now. And the other three, thank you for coming. And he called out the first name, it wasn't me. Second name was me and a third name. And then I'm driving to, to Warner Brothers, calling my agent manager, going, I'm going to the final test. I'm going to the final, go, go, oh you good. God. You know? I said, I'm so nervous. So I went in, we all had our contracts. Then we signed our contract, which were already pre-negotiated. Then I went into the bathroom and uh, I was dry heaving. I was going, <clears throat> oh no. And as I leave the bathroom, as I'm exiting the bathroom, I see about 25 executives all in suits, men and women, walk by me. I'm like, like a herd of executives. And then I went to the waiting room, and then I was the last actor to be called in. And I went in, the room was very small, and there were just all these people just staring at me. And there was, wasn't that much room. It was like, here's a head. People were going like this, looking around, looking at me. Like this is, this, it was uh, this room. I should have found, gotten a bigger room. But <laughs> uh, I did the scene. I felt like I left my body or something. And the you know, perfect actor came in and did it for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was perfect. And then I left and I went back in the waiting room. And uh, Rick said, okay, you guys can all leave. And he goes, Trevor, come here. And I said, yeah. And he says, you got the part. And I'm like, wow. And I gave him a big hug. I was so excited. And then I went in, I called my manager, agent, parents, everybody, and they were all freaked out. I, I only told a couple people that I was even that I was even going out for it. I didn't uh -huh. tell my parents or anything. And then I started work like like the following week. And then I, I did it for two seasons and that was it. Wow. Seriously vanished. No yeah. <laughs> but the, the the I remember Dawn, she was one of the um uh, uh wardrobe ladies. And she said to me, what did she say? Oh, she was the, hemming my pants. And she says, you want some advice? She goes, don't buy a house. And I go, what do you mean? She goes, characters come and go on the show so fast. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, gosh. 
but I lasted for two two seasons. I was going to say you, as far as like the recurring yeah. roles, you lasted a very long time on that I show. Was, I, was a, I was a series regular. Okay. Okay. Recurring would be, I do a few episodes here, a few episodes there. Yeah. But, um, but, but um, the guy that booked the job before me at that MTV undressed rap party, he uh-huh. got it. He was only on for a year. He left. Mm. Wow. wow. I didn't replace his character, but, but that's yeah. how the characters come and go. They told me, but I was lucky to have it for two seasons. And yeah. Then, and then that's that. Wow. Story of Sabrina. That is truly fascinating. And I, especially because I was going to ask when you originally were saying how you kind of were like, I don't even want this. You know, I don't even know what this is. I didn't, I didn't say I didn't want it. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to get it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You're right. You Very didn't think different. you were going to get it. <laughs> I didn't th- you didn't think you were going to get it. Because I have heard stories about actors and actresses that book parts may sometimes because they don't have as much there's not as many the stakes aren't as high they're kind of like well i'm not putting too much into this so maybe they're not like they're they don't overthink it because they just kind of go in and they're like if it happens it happens it's yeah i mean well you just never know i will tell you yeah story i had nine hundred dollars to my name the day i i booked that and i only had enough money to pay rent for one more month and then i was going to be like sleeping in people's couches oh it was meant to be honestly that timing it saved me financially that day. Yes. Oh my God. I love that. <laughs> it was just like, I mean, it was like winning a lottery ticket. I'd already been acting. That was in nine. When did I get that? I got that in 2000. And, mm-hmm. uh, but I think I booked it at the end of 1999. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, so I'd already been acting for, since 1992. So that was like, I don't know how many, eight years. Yeah. yeah. I was working consistently. I just hadn't, I just hadn't, uh, had something that, big i had yeah. done TV shows and pilots and done movies and stuff but nothing of that uh level yeah because it yeah, was so established it was in season five right. and yeah, exactly. people loved it yeah yeah it was a lucky gig it was definitely a lucky gig you know is it weird coming into a show that's already like so established like that like was it hard to like fit in when you got there or was everyone super welcoming uh yeah no everyone was great you know, the cat picked on me a lot, but um, <laughs> hey, newbie, get away from those bagels. Come on. <laughs> no, no, he, he, everyone was good, you know, but, but yeah, I mean, there was already like, they all, you know, had four years, you know, doing their thing. I had done pilots where, and I did my very first TV show was running the halls and, and it was an NBC Saturday morning show, kids at hmm. a boarding school. It came on after the new Save by the Bell. Um, mm. And so we had all, we all did 13 episodes and we were all like new together. So that was really the only time I have done a show that was brand new where we all started together and we actually got to do multiple episodes as opposed That's to- cool. So that was cool. And we, I still, we're still all friendly with each other on Instagram and sometimes we get together and meet. Um, and uh, yeah, so we also know each other. Oh, nice. I love that. Like if we weren't friends, but friends didn't get picked up. <laughs> yeah. So, but for What's friends? <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. Wait, did Sabrina film at Warner Brothers? Uh, or that's just where that meeting was? I just where that meet. I think it was like the WB network. Oh, mm. that's right. It was Paramount, which I feel like was owned by CBS. So that's what they had. We filmed at Paramount. Yeah. I'm trying to remember watching the show, like what network it showed. Like they always have that little preview. I can't remember. It said WB. Yeah. Yeah. Dancing Frog. And then it was. Uh, yes. So it was definitely. Yeah, that's right. But it was CBS. It was also Paramount. CBS Paramount. It was, I don't know. It's a... Okay. Did that film in front of a live audience? No, it didn't. Have you done one where it filmed in front of an audience? Uh, 
the pilot, I did a pilot called Cass a long time ago. I shot at Universal. And that was from, that was in front of an audience, except they cut my scene out. That was the live audience. They only had me going away to college, uh, saying goodbye to my mom and dad. And that was filmed off. Oh, gotcha. So they kept my scene in there. And the thing is, what I'd heard is the reason the show didn't get picked up because uh, they didn't think it was for a young enough audience. And I'm like, hey, Mm. my scene in there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It would have done it. (laughs) Do you have a, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to go to Swaddley and Dean. And I don't know if you're ready for Swaddley and Dean, Dave. Let's go to Swaddley and Dean. (laughs) You mentioned a little bit about it in the beginning of the episode. But for our listeners, what can you tell them about Swaddley and Dean? I'll show you Swaddley and Dean. I'll show you. Oh, my God. We're not worthy. Here. (laughs) So this is Swaddley. Okay. Hi, Swaddley. I'm not the guy who does his voice. I'm, I'm Dean. So I'm like, hey, hey, Swaddley, what's going on? And he would go like, hello but i don't <laughs> i don't do his voice uh, i mean i can imitate it if i want to but, yeah so basically swadley and dean about in october gosh was it october 2019 no 18 yeah 18 uh i'm at my friend's house and um she's married they have a son and i'm extremely close to them and their son and uh we were always watching kids stuff with him and she said hey you guys because my partner is a singer songwriter and he used to be in a band called what's it called it's called man break and they hmm. toured all over the world they had like they had like a big thing happening for a while in the 90s and um you can look them up on youtube um and uh that's her husband and we both like know music Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so she's like, you guys should like make a kid's show. And I'm like, no way. I'm an actor. I do, you know, actor and voiceover and writing and stuff. I'm a kid's person. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, but then I turned out like, okay, let's do it. And then I made these puppets, right? <laughs> and we were still had no clue what they were going to be. And then, um, and then he came up with the name Swadley and Dean. And then we started writing songs. And then we started making these shows. Like, this is Francis. Oh, her, I love the pink on her eyes. Her voice is a, hey, yeah, I'm Francis. Yeah, I'm a pretty big deal. So that's her. She's kind of stuck on herself, which is kind of funny. And this is, um, who is this? This is Monty. I don't do Monty's Monty. voice. But uh, he's the drummer of a Swaddle and Dean band. And yes. then that professor, and I didn't know anything about building puppets. I just- but you made all these, you said? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I, uh, I watched a couple videos he normally doesn't have a cape on. This is Professor Brightlight. And he's like- Wait, love the cape. Well, I love had, the mustache. It was, it was for a, um, Halloween. It's part of his- uh, Oh, his costume. Okay. But he's like, hello, I'm Professor Brightlight. <laughs> so he's like um, the smart, older older adult guy of the show. But yeah. basically, um, uh, we made episodes and songs. We have like 11 full episodes. One of them is a Christmas special, Christmas special. And then we have 44 music videos and they're from the, ep- some are from the episodes, some aren't. And our goal is to get to 50 and we're working on our 45th one now, but we put the show out, uh, May 20th, 2019. So since, so it's been a little over a year and we have, uh, 44 music videos uh, we also have karaoke videos of those videos, plus 10 full episodes, plus a Christmas special, plus a Christmas song. And um, 
And our show is on uh, is on YouTube. And we're also on TikTok and Instagram. We have our first album out called Swaddling Dean Songs for Kids Volume 1. We've got four more albums coming out. Because basically the albums are all the videos we have out. We just have to like remix them and make them good for you know putting out. So we're on Spotify, uh -huh. TikTok, in Instagram. We have our website. And then our show is on uh, YouTube. And we're... You know, the goal is to have it blow up and become, you know, that's huge. so fun. But we're just building grassroots following. So, yeah, our biggest audience is TikTok. We'll have like okay. yeah. on something hundreds or thousands. Uh, Instagram, it's like hit and miss. We do live shows on Instagram every Tuesday and Friday at 12 p.m. this time. Okay. <laughs> Standard time. Um, and then we're going to try to do Reddit. And uh, eventually, when we get enough followers on TikTok, we'll go live on TikTok. I don't know, it's just something to do. It's 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 yeah. You know, write uh, scripts, write music, um, create characters, and and just you know be wacky and you know something to do. I so love yeah. that. If we make money from it, then then fantastic. Right. We'll make sure to link everything to, to your TikTok, the website, so people can check it out. Yeah, yeah. TikTok, Instagram, the website, YouTube, where you can watch the show, and uh, and it's also the thing is it's strictly entertainment. There's no. Mm -hmm ideology of any kind there's no just uh, no political agenda there's no this way that we don't we don't we basically pay no attention to what's going on in the world <laughs> that's just, great like, people here. need that we are not trying to steer you in any direction except love each other be kind to each other that's it it's not oh i love that anything mm. um like we don't care who you voted for we don't care you know and what your ideas on we, it's like it's like it's just we're here to push out love and entertainment and that's it. And just have a fun time. And it's also songs that adults like too, as opposed mm. to like kids little kid songs. songs. Yeah, I'm going to have to get my sister to get my niece, nieces and nephew on this. Oh yeah. I mean, have you, let me do this while you're already here. So people can actually, we're watching it. I want to just show you one thing. Okay. I mean, you, you might've seen it. Maybe you didn't see it. This is like one of our newer songs. Wait, this is like the easiest song in the world to sing. It's called Na 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 Na. I'll play a little bit. <laughs> Love the title. Wait, wait. Here, here. Kids, this song has no words, just. <laughs> it's so catchy. Everybody, right? I love that. Is that you guys? Yeah, that's us. It's I actually, love that. It's the first video we put ourselves in. And here's that kid again, dancing boy. We call him dancing boy. <laughs> He's so cute. So it goes uh, back, and, and then we have like um, just just a little clip of this one. Who does the animation? Uh, so I do all the drawings. Wow. Oh, wow. And then and then uh, Swindelli, uh, um, I call him Swindelli. 
uh, <laughs> he um he does all the editing in final cut pro oh and he or he we both sometimes i'll bring in a song and okay it's done and then he orchestrates mm -hmm. it and we sing over it or he'll bring in a song it's done and but a lot of times uh we work on songs together and then he orchestrates them in uh, logic pro and then i come in and sing um so that's kind of what it is uh but um here this is the newest one got dinosaurs <laughs> Thank you. Oh, they're so fun. Yeah. That, that can help kids too. Like, uh, we have a song called Patience. It's mm. all patience, patience, just a little patience, 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 take a little time. And we've got the meltdown song, you know, when I have a meltdown <laughs> and I get mad, I scream and cry and I feel quite sad. But the chorus is like, breathe in through my nose, hold for a bit, then let it go. Breathe mm. in. David, oh. you have to show Lola and Colin. I have to get, yeah, my I have niece, to see this. nephew, yeah, for sure. It. Um, then we've got Smile. Love is like the song we always play at the end of every show. Mm. And I'm going to play a little bit of that. If that's a, that okay, I don't know if I'm oh, please. Sure, yeah. This is, yeah, that, we love this. Here. This is my dad's favorite song. So much we don't know. We're just little kids. We're learning to stay. What is and then is. Sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I'm wrong. Oh, it's all about love. Yeah, that's, that's super uh, that's, sweet. Yeah, I love that. We uh, we end we end every show with that song. People dig it. Well, it sounds great. I mean, I also love the messages that you guys yeah. are getting across. Yeah, right. Love and, and uh, we've also got like a smile song. I plug this in. Sorry. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Smiles like smile, it's easy to do, just smile. I'm smiling at you, so smile. It's always been true, it helps if you just smile. Um, <clears throat> all you do is smile, and when you have a smile, the world smiles back at you. You know, stuff like that, and um, imagination. We got a new alphabet song, it's different from the one everyone knows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, a different melody, and then uh, take a break from your screens, of course. Take a break from your screen. <laughs> yeah, we oh all God. need that. Yeah, right. Truly, that is for any age. <laughs> yeah. So, well, we have love you guys, it. So I know you said you do like Instagram lives with that. Have you ever done like an in-person show with Swadley and Dean? We haven't done that yet, but we're so like, we're ready to do that. Yeah. yeah. Basically, That'd be so show, fun. Just those are basically me with the, with the where I have the puppets on and I'm kind of trading them out and he's playing <clears throat> with the acoustic guitar. But yeah, we're ready to do it. But, you know, it hasn't happened yet. Well, when it does, you'll have to let us know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we will hopefully be live on TikTok. We have to 
because our audience is bigger that we have to have like a thousand followers. We have 500, we just need like 500 more. Oh yeah. Well, we can people get there. TikTok's yeah, a great say, community. If you have songs on yeah. there, we're happy to make videos to try to get people to go and find you on yeah. TikTok as well. We have like, what? Like the one that I, on our TikTok page, what I just posted, like, where is it? Like this. Hey kids, do you know the seven colors of the rainbow? Can you say them after me? Red, red, orange, orange, yellow, yellow, green, green, blue, blue, indigo, indigo, violet, violet, wee. <laughs> but it's cute. It has 9,047 views, right? Yeah. Yeah. You just never know what's going to stick with people. You only have 500 followers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I looking, know. TikTok's amazing you. in that way, though. I'm following you from us. Oh, yeah, follow. I, I will follow. I'll, I'll follow you back right now. I'll follow everybody back. And yeah. I, I try to follow us. Oh, yeah, I'm following you guys back right now. I have a personal page on here, too, but it like it has no traffic whatsoever. My, my personal Instagram <laughs> is way better. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Animal Clouds. We have, I have Animal Cloud on here and uh, my personal and then Swaddling. Just like I do on Instagram. I just have it. Yeah. You know? So if anyone's interested in ever listening to Animal Cloud stuff, if you're not, that's okay. Um, <laughs> we are all on Spotify. This is like our seven releases. Oh, nice. And Sugar and Lies, which is my personal favorite, um, is just so you can see what the album cover looks like. Uh, it looks like that. It's hard to see. Ooh, like oh, yeah. Sugar and Lies. It's synth pop. It's total synth pop, you know? Uh fun music and then swaddly in dean so the next that's a fun cover too yeah the next time we'll have a different picture but it'll just say songs for kids volume two. Oh, nice yeah oh um, perfect awesome oh well thank you okay. so thank much thank you so much thank you david thank you grace nice to meet you guys nice you guys to meet nice you to meet as you well too. yeah cool right. have a good weekend bye bye, bye. Okay, who is going to watch Swaddly and Dean right now? Me. Everyone's hand should be up because Trevor, we basically, he played for you guys through your through your headphones or through however you're listening to this, pieces from the episodes. And the music is so fun. Yeah, and all of the pieces that you just heard do have videos with them on their YouTube channel. And the videos are also very fun. He, yeah. he was holding up his phone to the Zoom, so we were watching it while listening. And, and you have to go great. see what the puppets look like. Yes, because they make the puppets. That's so cool. Which is so cool. And he had some there. So we saw them over Zoom, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. But also Sabrina, the teenage witch, you guys. I I didn't tell him this during the interview, but for some reason, like the the episode that I always think about Miles with is, do you remember? It was the episode. It was like early on into whenever he started on the show and Sabrina switches places with her evil twin, like when they're in Saturn or whatever. And then Miles just really wants to watch the meteor shower. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> and then Katrina, Sabrina's evil twin oh, sister, Katrina. locks him out and he can't get it. So then luckily Sabrina has magic. So she makes it, she makes, makes it rain it meteors. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, I do remember that episode. I it just always... love they all have evil twins. I know. I'm going to name my kids one day, Sabrina and Katrina. Because what was Zelda's evil twin? Like Jezebelda or something? Yeah. <laughs> it's always like a little bit like their name, but just different, like a different uh -huh. variation or different first letter. 
of their name. Uh, But you guys, Trevor was incredible, gave us so much of his time, such great stories. He was so, so much fun to talk to. Trevor, if you're listening, if you've got made it all the way to the end, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Seriously. You heard him mention his TikTok. So he does have a few on here. So the first one is Swaddly and Dean. He also has Animal Cloud Band and his personal page is Trevor Lasore. So go follow him on all of those TikTok accounts. Yes. He's also, of course, on Instagram and his Instagram is just his name, Trevor Lasore. And if you go to his page linked right there in his bio is the link to go right to the Swaddly and Dean Instagram page. And then underneath it, you can just go to the Animal Cloud Band Instagram page as well. Give him a follow, go send him some love. And, and make sure you send us some love. I was going to say, while you're there, <laughs> make sure to just head on over to at BTTB podcast. That's our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. We are at back to the best. And our website, of course, is bttbpodcast.com. And guys, happy Halloween. Yes. Send us, if you guys dress up as any like 90s to 2000s character, please tag us or send it to us on Instagram because we want to see. Yes, we really, really want to see. Um and everyone have a great Halloween. Spooky season is over. I'm really sad. Don't be sad because it's over. Be happy. Happy. What is that quote? Ha- Isn't it <laughs> like, it don't happened? cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Yeah. And here comes Christmas. Here comes Santa Claus. Here, here comes Santa, Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Santa 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 Claus Lane. Lane. Guys, y'all know we love Christmas and we are red day for Christmas time, but it's not there yet. So happy spooky season. Happy spooky season. Happy Halloween. Everybody Halloween. be safe this weekend. Yes. And send us your costumes. We really, really want to see. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> tune in next week. <laughs> yeah, maybe if you want, tune in next week. We have some fun guests coming up. We're not done. We're never done. We're never going away. Never. Never. <laughs> never, never <laughs> going away. Uh, anyway, so tune in next week where we are going to keep taking you. Oh, I don't know that I can get that high. I lost my voice this week. Back to the best. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I lost my voice. It's coming back slowly. Bye-bye. Bye, Gracie. <laughs> Bye, Davey. Bye, <laughs> Davy.